Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. <clears throat> I am doing something a little different. I have. I'm going to be um, leading a, a little class in um, First John, the epistle First John that we're studying at church. And I, I've, I've been preparing myself anyway, but I thought um, this would also help me since I'm going to be doing that just a little bit later. Um, I thought we would read over... Um, the first chapter of First John, maybe the second chapter too, but at least the first chapter, and just uh, look at some different references for that. So this is going to be a little different than anything else we do, and uh, this will not stop us from later on when we get here reading this again, but as a part of our normal reading um, project or can't think of the right word for that now series that we're doing. So, but this is. A little, in a way, this is maybe a little selfish, just to make sure that I'm um, up on up on this before you know before I try to uh, speak with everyone else and 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 just kind of I'm just going to kind of lead a class. I'm not really doing anything special. It's not me, but uh, nonetheless, I want to make sure I know the material here. So, the first letter of John here. This is First John, <clears throat> and. Um, one, one thing we kind of need to know on the background here is that John is trying to reassure some, some folks who are doubting uh, because um, they had had some false teachers come through teaching them incorrectly and uh, basically saying that, uh, <clears throat> that Jesus was not the Christ and some different things. And so they had created, created some issues and some doubting. And John is writing this letter, and I think maybe the other letters too, but, but for sure this letter, um, to, to reaffirm to them, to reassure them. Let me read this here. Um, a message is doubting readers needed after hearing false teachers deny the full divinity and humanity of Christ. John reaffirmed the core of Christianity, saying that either we evidence the sound doctrine, obedience, and love that characterize all Christians, or else we are not Christians. You know, when all the basics of faith are in operation, we not only know joy, but can live a holy life and be reassured of salvation, even though we're still far from perfect. Okay, the assurance comes from... Um, no, wait. This assurance comes especially as we find ourselves learning to love one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. So this was written to... Um, multiple people, multiple congregations um, where these false teachers had come through basically and, and had created some doubts. So he was trying to reassure these folks. So with that, I want to start. This is um, 1 John. This is going to be chapter 1. We might even do chapter 2. Probably not going to go further than that because I will not need to. Um, but both of these chapters, there's a lot of good information here. And I'm probably not even going to get through chapter 1 today uh, when we do this. But uh, nonetheless, I, I like to be prepared and it doesn't hurt me to study ahead. So chapter 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with the Father, and was made manifest to us. 
That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete, for your joy may be complete. Some manuscripts have it either way. I think it would involve both, but we'll talk about that. So what, what is he referring to here in these first few verses? He's referring to Jesus. He's talking about Jesus. He's saying, you know, we're telling you about, we're, we're sharing with you and, you know, spreading the word about Jesus, whom we touched, you know, who we looked upon, who we touched, um, who was made manifest before us, who was real, you know, just talking about how real Jesus was. And it goes back to what I said um, when we were reading the Gospels, you know, Jesus was a real person. He was really there in the flesh. He was their friend. He was more. You know, I mean, they were they were blessed to see him and know him in the flesh, and to have them as as uh, their friend and their mentor here in this life, not just you know. And and I'm not I'm not saying we have it bad. I'm just saying for them it was special. It was different. It was uh, it was wonderful that they they got to know him both ways you know here in the flesh as a person and then later after he ascended they knew him as we know him as a mediator and and um, and as our lord and savior so so anyway so they're remi- he's reminding them he's reminding his readers here that uh that uh jesus was real that was made manifest that they're all witnesses of him Um, and he's also reminding them, just like he does in the first of his gospel, John's gospel, that uh, Jesus was there in the beginning. Jesus was there with God in the beginning. He is eternal. He has always been there. Then, there's also you know, the question, if there's any question about whether or not he was physically here, or you know, he's, he's reassuring them that he that Jesus was indeed physically here and he was um, a real a real person I don't know if there was any doubt of that but kind of the way this is written it makes you wonder and then he talks about fellowship and having fellowship with God the Father and Jesus and um, and having fellowship with us so that you may too you too may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the father and his son so saying that you know as christians we should all have fellowship with one another and jesus and god we are we're all in the body of christ we should all have fellowship with with each other uh, and that um, we are provided eternal life through jesus so but we have to have fellowship with god and jesus you know um, that's a part of our that's a part of our Christian faith that's the way it is and then you know and then joy we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete well that's the joy of salvation and that's really all of our joy it's not just my joy or your joy or you know it's it's God's joy it's Jesus joy it's it's all of our joy though that that we would be saved that we would know salvation and be uh uh, in the body of Christ together. So, so I'm going to read on in verse 5 here. 
This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. So, this is the message. Now, John plainly says, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. See, God is... God is holy. God is true. He is without sin. He is righteous. He has the power of life and light within him. He is our life. He provides that eternal light and he illuminates the way for us out of the darkness. So God is light, just like God is love. And God is life. And Jesus and God are one. So... And and it's one thing that John notes is that there, to him there is no difference. Jesus and God are one, and he he does not see any difference between the two. Jesus is God. God is Jesus, and and that's the way we should look at it too. That can be a little confusing at times, I know, but nonetheless. So so he expresses that about God, and then he also says, you know, um, if we have fellowship with Him. While we walk in darkness, if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, in other words, if we are um, basically living a sinful life, we're not trying, um, hold on just a second, I'm a little dry, so if, um, if we are purposefully walking in darkness, you know, we're purposefully sinning, we're not trying to come out of that, and we say we have fellowship with God, then, basically, we're lying. That's not true. We do not practice the truth in that case. But if we walk in the light, meaning we are earnestly, honestly trying to follow Jesus, trying to follow God, trying to do as we should, following his, his uh, commandments, his, his uh, precepts is what it says in some, some translations, then, then we do have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So here's the thing. If we're not making the effort, if we're not making the effort and we're not trying to follow Jesus, and yet we claim we are, we're not getting forgiveness. Because, you know, obviously you're not making any effort. Okay? But if we are really trying, if we're really trying to follow Jesus and, and trying to walk in the light and follow the narrow path, and, um, you know, if we're really doing that, if we're walking in that light and trying to learn more and do more, um, then the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Why? Because... When we make mistakes, when we sin, when we mess up, we're going to turn around and we're going to confess and we're going to ask for forgiveness for that. We're going to say, God, you know, I'm sorry, I missed it. 
please help me, please forgive me, we're going to move forward from that, okay? Doesn't mean we won't make the same mistake again, because sometimes we do. Sometimes it takes us a lot of times to get there, but we will get there, we'll continue to work on that, and we will get there, and as long as we're making that effort and honestly really trying, then we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, we get into the next verses, verse 8. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Just a fact. That's just the way it is. If we say we have no sin, then we're lying, basically. We're, we're deceiving ourselves. And it says we deceive ourselves. And we don't want to do that. We want to admit, hey, we have sin. We, we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to do something. We're going to be stubborn sometimes and do something we know is wrong. I'm guilty of that, same as anybody else, you know. Um, sometimes you get stubborn, you want to do something you want to do, or you want to have whatever it is you want to have. And you shouldn't, but you do it anyway because you're stubborn. <laughs> and uh, and then later, you know, you, you regret it, and you feel bad about it, and you repent of it. And, you know, and, and you try not to do it again. So, um, so if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's how this daily walk goes. I mean, John is trying to really simplify everything here and just and just put it out there. That's how this daily walk goes. Um, even as we're following Jesus and trying to go every day, we make mistakes, we, we mess up, and then we go to God and we say, look, you know, we're sorry, you know, please forgive us and, and help us to do better. And then in verse 10, and, and well, anyway, and then God is, he, he does forgive us. You know, he does forgive us. He, we're making that effort. We're working at it. And then in verse 10, he basically repeats verse 8 in a way. He says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him, God, a liar, and his word is not in us because he's not a liar. He's always truthful and honest. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. So, we know. We know that we're not perfect. We know that we have. Now, that is the end of chapter 1. Um, we know that when we sin, we should go back and repent and confess and uh, get forgiveness. And I always, I always think of this and look at this as we're, we're repenting and confessing to God in prayer and asking for forgiveness. You know, um, that's how I always look at these things. Um, I don't know if anyone else has a different viewpoint on that. That is how I always think of that. I don't really have anyone in particular that I ever confess anything to or anything like that. Um, the only person I talk to about things like that is my wife. So, you know, if I feel like I've messed up something or done something, I mean, like, I'll definitely apologize to her if I've done something. But um, but a lot of times, you know, I just say, uh, I feel bad about that and I, I was wrong about that. But I really go to God and I ask for his forgiveness, you know, and I ask, uh, ask for him to forgive me. And then there's, there's the sins we commit that maybe we don't realize is a sin yet. But later, as we learn more, we do. So I ask for forgiveness for things maybe where I don't know. And I think we should all realize that there's things we probably don't know yet. You know, no matter how old we are. 
Alright, so wow, I am really going on about this, but it's important that we understand that John is talking about Jesus and our walk with Jesus and how when we walk in the light, it doesn't mean we do not sin. It doesn't mean we're perfect because we're not going to be perfect, but it means we are earnestly trying, we are honestly trying to follow Jesus, and we have we uh, repent and we confess the things we do wrong and we try to get forgiveness for those things. Um, so that's how it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to work. And this is what he's telling uh, these folks and that's what he's telling us. That's what God is telling us. That is how it works. That's what we should be doing. Recognize that we do sin but continue to walk in the light and to earnestly make the effort to try and do better and confess our sins and ask for forgiveness. And he will. He does. God does do that. So, Alright, so that is 1 John. The first letter of John is the way it's worded here. But that is 1 John, and that is chapter 1, which is a short chapter. But it's a powerful chapter with a lot to it. So that's why I've taken so long. I think it's extremely important that we understand. And if anything, this is something that new Christians should know right away. That uh, this is how this is how it happens. This is how you walk in the light. This is what you do. Um, it's not that we're perfect. And it's not that we're instantly perfect in any way. But that we need to make the effort and work at it and try every day and just realize that we're we're not perfect, and uh, confess and ask for forgiveness every day and keep going. Don't give up. Don't quit. Uh, just realize, accept that this is our this is our state. This is how we are as humans. So, all right. Anyway, hopefully you understand, and I've droned on probably long enough. Uh, that is chapter one of First John. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day, and remember, God loves you.